Hi guys, the following episode of Chisky Pop contains mature language and sexual content. Listener discretion is advised. Kaye, aapki bibi room mein hai? Ha hai kyun? To fir meri bibi nahi hogi. Bada ajeeb character hai ye. Ji character to auraton ka hota hai ji, hamara to sirf tractor hota hai. And this is Sweetie. And you're listening to Chisky Pop, your bi-weekly dose of all things sexy, desi, funny and filmy. break this week on episode 90 we start off discussing quarantine lifestyle is this officially the new normal we then put the spotlight on america and the black lives matter protests and how it exposed bollywood's hypocrisy and finally we wrap up with a regular dose of filmy chakkar so stay tuned since i have heard your beautiful voice yes uh welcome to the month of june everybody it is almost summer bits eh eh this time last year i was there and you <sighs> were super busy uh this is actually ladies and gentlemen it's uh, the month where sweetie celebrates one year of her marital bliss congratulations i'm not kidding my husband in a sleep <laughs> yet woohoo <laughs> uh so yeah it's a year of marriage which means we're also 6 months into 2020 which is crazy because it feels like you know thousands and thousands of days have passed by since yeah you know covid since the covid outbreak a lot of things happening yes a I lot know. of things happening yes papu and i have been gone for a while uh which we totally apologize for i just needed like a break i was also overworked at work and papu also started something new right yes i did i started a new job and uh, you are pretty much one yeah. of the only people that actually found a job during this crazy quarantine time so what was that like how did you get that how do you feel working again um i actually uh it doesn't feel very different first of all because i'm working from home and i will continue Woo-hoo. to do that uh for the next two months at least oh that's good i honestly prefer it i do i mean wh- where why isn't this a thing like why are we having these conversations where we are uh, but let's talk about <laughs> more about this later though because we're yeah, totally going to sure. cover okay. it in our main topic yeah But what I really want to know is like so but like what is it like you know working again you've been you know you've kind of been out of the workforce oh. for a while even though you're working from home like what does it feel I like I think it's good I mean I don't feel like I I missed anything 
it's uh, that's true you don't feel overwhelmed huh from starting i guess something new because usually no. when people start a new job but at least for me like it takes me a month to get used to my new lifestyle but uh, ah no actually i'm lucky because uh, work is really slow and the company joined is like small so there isn't like a lot that is uh, required for me good. for at least now because of the pandemic a lot of uh, st- projects are on hold but i i could totally feel you also on like the whole you know the new normal of working from home because it's also freed up time for me yeah like dude i went on a marie condo tell us about your uh, what have you been up to what have i not been up to girl let me tell mm-hmm. you i have been marie condoing the house like crazy like we can say that now right like her name is just become yeah. like a yeah so a verb. i get it now though papu i get it i see the light i see the truth that marie condo was speaking this whole time it's not mm-hmm. it wasn't just about you know throwing away clothes that you know are from the last season it's deeper it's about lessening the 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 pressure in your mind as well like oh mm. my god as i was cleaning up i was like marie kondo is life dude i redid my pantry i redid my freezer i like donated so much crap and i i keep thinking like you know uh, there can't be more stuff i don't need but yes there's quite a little, lot of shit that i just didn't need that i got rid of so it's been very nice mm-hmm. and now that time is freed up i actually have time for hobbies mm-hmm. which i took up knitting please tell us knitting. oh my god wow oh, that is my god amazing it's so hard it's very hard how, please tell us how did you how are you going about with it well uh, lots of youtube videos and surprisingly what's very cool there's lots of men's lot of menses that are knitting so when i was looking for youtube videos i found like one guy actually <laughs> that did like a very clear description of how to do it because sometimes i feel like a lot of the women that were doing it were <laughs> really good and it's like when you watch youtubers doing makeup right you're like i can do that and it's like i can't <laughs> so i found this one guy who's like basically taught it to me like i was a 2 year old and was like then you take this stitch see this stitch and he like zoomed the camera into like his thumb so we could see which cuz it's like one stitch here one stitch there so it's really good it's fun i like it it's you know i was screaming a lot because <laughs> when you fuck up a stitch it's like everything unravels and then you just want to stab yourself with the needles but otherwise it's it's fun <laughs> um that is amazing yeah no it feels it feels good yeah i mean at, at the end of the day it, it helps you <laughs> no it totally helps me i i mean i get in like youtube makes it always look easy right but you just find like that one yeah. person that's able to really break it down for you so yes i'm hoping to stitch you some very sexy bras and panties papu knitted for your uh-huh. special needs no i'm just kidding actually i'm going to be knitting a lot of cat clothes i mean that's the only reason i'm doing this because i plan on knitting <laughs> a giant princess frock for my cats. Oh, <clears throat> princess Momo. Uh, Papu. Yes. Do you know in addition to it being the month of summer, June is also Pride month. Yes. This month we Pride. are meant to celebrate the Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Ah! Um so this month we are meant to celebrate the LGBTQ+ community uh, which puts individuals who identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer as well as a, you know a lot of other ranges of gender and sexual identities now have been included. Mm-hmm. But do you know why we 
you know why june is the month that uh, we celebrate know, like why is it like of course the weather is amazing and it's perfect for parades but mm-hmm. do you know why this month in particular uh, so the original no it was um even though pride is celebrated globally now like everywhere around the world they celebrate it but it originally was held in america uh, because the original organizers picked this month to pay homage to the stonewall uprising that took place in June of wow. 1969 in New York at the time. Okay. So a gay-friendly bar known as the Stonewall Inn was the site of several police raids that were specifically targeting the LGBTQ community and people. So this led to a lot of riots, like there was uprising, you know, they were like, no, like, let us be. So it caused like, you know, all kinds of fights between the police and the community, you know, fight for equal rights. Mm. So in an effort to continue the fight for equal rights, many parts of the LGBTQ plus community hold pride and have pride parades every June uh, to celebrate this and to support this and to pay homage to this and, you know, that equal opportunity, you know, equal rights are still not available to many um, people that are in this community. They're still marginalized. So we hold this to constantly raise awareness every month as well. So did I educate you? Do you feel smarter? Yes, 1969. Like, what a year, right? 1968, 1969. Dude, also, new Lady Gaga album to start off the (gasps) fucking Pride Month. Of course. That's why she released it. Dude, the gays went crazy. Their messiah dropped an album. Like, you already (laughs) know, like, Pride started off. And they were like, oh my god, Lady Gaga. they were like, you know, injecting her music into their bloodstream and shit. Like, I oh my god, seriously! <laughs> I like yesterday. I kid you not. I got up and I just had this uncontrollable <laughs> urge to uh, to put on Edge of Glory. That's a good idea. You know that video uh, of uh, Abby just dancing naked in her apartment. Yes. I want a reason. Oh my god. Like just her voice makes you feel like you want to just own the stage right now. <laughs> Dude, I completely agree. And I feel like this new album uh totally like uh is back to her roots. Like I really yes. enjoyed this album. I felt like she's back to being her crazy Welcome weird back. self. Thank you. you. She had to go through that weird route of like, you know, singing with Tony Bennett and like doing Bradley Cooper to, and all that stuff. Yeah, I guess. she needed to get that out of her system, I, I think. Know. Well, whatever. I'm glad she's back and then she dropped, you know, a recent hit with Ariana Grande and then she did it with what Blackpink, right? The K pop band. Blackpink, is that correct? Yes. Yes. So oh my god, she's like on a roll yeah. with like her feminist, you know, fierce like thing going. So I'm very excited. Yes. She like yeah. brought out Pride with a bang. Woo! <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's take a quick break, Papu, and then we can actually move on to talking about the main topics for this episode. Yes.
right pappu yes so. and guys just to give you some uh, background right now in this short little break sweetie has managed to bake some yummy muffins and she is stuffing her face right now <laughs> girl i'm on a roll i'm telling you like, i know i can see it this new lifestyle i think has brought out the best in all of us like you know i mean normally like i feel like if you had started your job uh in you know before covid you would have probably been more stressed out because you would have to mentally prepare with waking up early getting to work yeah. on time making sure you have a meal prepared for lunch like exactly right and now that we're all working from home uh things are different so i think i just wanted to start off with uh, a quick covid-19 update as we uh, start off with this segment you know it looks like things are are lessening now like things are slowly turning back to normal yeah covid wise like you know i think you guys on your end are opening countries are opening up because i think uh, the worst is kind of uh, the brunt is bared at least in europe i mean it's a different story for india right uh, there's a whole uh, we've not reached the peak so we kind of like the cases are cases are increasing as the country prepares to open up so i don't know how what how that would be the thing is like i think every country is having their own very specific uh, right. um pattern depending on the challenges i know that uh, i did read in a recent article uh, i'm just going to read from the reuters uh, it says the number of covid-19 okay. cases in india has been doubling every 3 weeks but the epidemic is not growing exponentially in the country and the south asian region meaning like pakistan and bangladesh uh, this is from the world health organization who Uh, Soumya Swaminathan whose chief scientist said that noting that India has a population of 1.3 billion only 200,000 cases have been reported so for a country yeah. that big it's still a modest size of infected people so yeah but yeah you, you know we don't know what's going to happen now that things are opening i think everyone's worried about a second wave you know happening i'm just like while you're reading this out like you know i'm i'm just uh <sighs> we all know about the experience that the migrant uh, worker community and those who don't live in the cities yeah, are having yeah. you know it's not um it's like there was this very um i mean uh, this this video that went around on instagram uh, it's uh, by this animator is a uh, bong animator uh, debijot and he put like a side by side animation of an experience of someone who was living in their apartment making dalogna coffee and it was really good yeah i i follow the artist in, you know he's been posting a lot of things when uh, in a series called corona k o r o n a which is like uh, don't do it corona oh corona oh my god i get it <gasps> so he posted he's been posting like a lot of these short videos which he writes direct storyboards animates everything like and even the voice like uh like the whole video that he posted this one got a lot of coverage because it it was can you tell us again so it's a side by side panel comparison of an experience of someone who lives in a city in an apartment while they're getting bored and sitting in the air conditioning the migrants are kind of like a, a, you can see someone a migrant like walking walking you know uh, on the street in the sun like waiting for like rations or just drinking water from the street and uh, while this guy is having a shower and having self care this person is being sprayed by 
fungicide or whatever it is that these people, you know, mm-hmm. they were sprayed by. So it's 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 very um, stark. It's just a side by side comparison of those of the pr- people face. that are privileged. Yes. And, and if you listen, like it's got like this very. Uh, uh, oppressive music and like um in the comments people are like where is this from and he's actually used the background score of dunkirk that movie the war movie oh the war yeah. movie. yeah oh, so it's wow. like a, okay. a it's like a That's drone dark. like you know buzzing at the background it's that kind of music and he did such a good job actually this guy in all his videos the sound design is amazing because he kind of samples bits of from the news and like just overlays it he's such a talented artist um, dude for let me just tell you also as somebody who works in that field i don't animate though animation takes f- it's f- tedious okay so for him to pull this shit out like so f- as fast as he does is phenomenal like it's impressive as fuck because yeah. i it's not easy it's not. so that's really cool and to be so creative and like well done his like, name is uh, debajoti saha he is um, bengali as saha. you can guess okay. um i guess even uh, india's had like its own um, uh, it, like uh, the uh, we have had two cyclones right one from one just recently made Ooh, landfall right. in bombay and one uh, devastated uh, uh, west bengal right that was so bad and uh, we've had locust swarms so I, I don't know which... Wow, 2020 which is level, just living up to the... Which level of Jumanji are we on right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the end of times. Yeah. I mean, yes, like this whole like COVID thing, I feel like, yeah, it's bringing out... Like there's the essential workers that now we know deserve to get paid more because they have not been able to get a break. Like you and I who are privileged, we are able to work from home. We are able to relax. We're able to get our shit together and there's still in a huge population of people that have lost their jobs because of this and now are struggling to get back home like in India who are displaced. Yeah. And then there's an entire other population that is working through COVID and getting paid shit like the Amazon workers who took away their hazard pay and, you know, Jeff Bezos still managed to profit during this time. <laughs> so Yeah, um, what I would like to do at this point is, I mean, I know th- this is just heartbreaking to hear and if there is one thing you know um any of our listeners can do is is by contributing you know um uh, one of the organization which does really good work which i have you know also supported is gunj g o o n j gunj okay and gunj they work what is that uh, gunj means like you know echo so uh, they work uh, in, uh, they have different uh, like chapters within the, each city. So right now they have a fundraiser um, um, called the GiveIndia.org campaign, uh, Rahat COVID. So basically they uh, are collecting money mm. uh, so to help, uh, you know, give, provide rations to migrant workers um help wow. for their transportation all of those things and they also like if you are in bombay and or in uh, bangalore you can also look up their offices and drop off rations if you want um okay good to know you can just go on their website goonj.com and uh, you know they have like a notice mentioning like how you can drop off these donations okay wow thank you papu that's very very helpful to know yeah so I also wanted to talk about 
you know, um, this new life that we're all starting to embrace. I feel like initially when coronavirus started, we were all kind of in this anxious state of mind, like, okay, I'm just gonna be at home then and uh, yeah, wait this out. But now we're seeing that maybe this is going to be going on for a while. Maybe things are actually might just change permanently, right? Um, So one of the things that you have mentioned uh, was the four-day work week. Can you just like... Tell us a little bit more about what you mean. Uh, so Richard Branson, he's the the billionaire, right? The founder uh, of Isn't Virgin. he one of the judges also on Shark Tank? Isn't ah. he Aussie? <laughs> yes, I think so. Yeah, he, he's he's like, you know, like this, uh, the, the picture of a billionaire who has his own private island. He has Lovely. a company to explore like space travel and all of those Lovely. things, right? Uh, he's a privileged of, white guy who got a head start in the race. Go on. Probably inherited money too from his daddy. Go I, on. No, actually, he did work really hard. I mean, but again, uh, race is a privilege. Uh, it opened up a lot of doors, I'm sure, for him. And gender. Yeah, and gender, yes. Uh, so he has this very famous book and this whole thing. Uh, he's done a lot of talks about it also called The Four-Day Work Week, where basically you're uh, trying to finish and some companies try to embrace this but I really feel like this situation has kind of um, working from home was a result of uh, the pandemic but it may it's a good change and uh, we've just kind of stumbled onto something which is really good in a certain way um, I think uh, I was having a talk with another person and she was saying that companies are realizing that uh, you know, you're saving money uh, on rent and electricity. Exactly. And I think um, another thing that I want to add to that is that we should also realize as a society that internet is a right. Like hmm. we need, like imagine people who had to work from home but didn't have internet or weren't able to deal. Like right. it is important now as a new society. We have to realize like we heavily depend on the internet now. We are going to be working from home. Like this is all the new normal, right? Yeah. Like, having access to certain things like having internet needs to be as important as having electricity now Mm. Um, and I think the four-day work week is good because I know in Canada like sometimes we'll have three-day long weekends dude Mm. that four days I'm so productive and it's like I'm closer to Friday I just feel better right like (laughs) you know Mondays just feel like death but Tuesdays are just you're like I can do this (laughs) it feels like that right oh but uh, again yeah I don't know because I've been at home so much I feel like um okay like what do I do on the rest of the days actually it might be different if I actually have to go to work then yeah I would feel differently but before this this whole thing happened we were really depressed robots yeah mindlessly going to work working there uh coming home being too exhausted to do anything find any hobbies I would spend my entire weekend either doing chores or Mm. just sleeping because I just needed to recharge so badly so you just feel like you're living to work. But I feel now with COVID, like, I never thought I'd f***ing take up knitting. <laughs> this bitch is doing knitting of all the things. So it's extremely, like, uplifting for me, at least, to feel like I can have a life now. I yeah. feel like I can have a life. Like, I'm happier because I'm, like, I'm bored. And it's a luxury to be bored it in is. this day and age. So... To have the privilege to explore things right now is feels so good. And dude, my way of working right now, I've been working at night, <laughs> all <laughs> night. 
and because I'd you sleep find the day. you're more productive at night I'm more productive I find I'm just I feel at peace when the world is asleep you mm. know I love waking up to the sunrise like my cats and I will just sit on the balcony and watch the sunrise and then I'm like all right good night <laughs> the moment the world wakes up I go to bed and I love it like I'm I'm, I'm loving it I don't want to go back and I'm so productive like my boss is like I don't give a if you turn in shit at four in the morning just as long as you turn in shit on time <laughs> so yes i mean not everyone is that lucky of course but i'm loving the new normal yeah i totally that's, am that's good like you're finding your own rhythm and kind of flowing with it yes yeah. and stuff that people have been putting off for so long like you know i'm you know like i, I finally have a organized pantry before then i had like i had four bottles of haldi <laughs> who needs four bottles of haldi randomly like placed in you know like now I could actually consolidate it all into one bottle of haldi and I feel really <laughs> happy about that. <laughs> that is amazing. I mean, by the way, guys, you have to see the it's like shelf shelf porn organization like, porn and believe me, I followed yeah. it on Instagram. Like there's the hashtag organization porn that you can follow. Oh. And it's really arousing to see beautifully okay. organized shelves in like color corrected bottles or sorry in color coded bottles it's like <laughs> so, so sexy let me ask you something which is very divisive yes um your bookshelf would you organize it by color f- or oh. by why is this divisive do people have an issue with that like what is yeah is that a thing people are very yeah like the, some people have like you know the rainbow colored uh, yeah that looks really uh, nice what's wrong with that is that like blasphemy to some sapiosexuals uh, out there no i don't know sapiosexuals but generally it's uh people be like really is that how you want to organize your bookshelf like what about topics how else would you organize them? or i don't know like who organizes their bookshelf by topics <laughs> i've never heard of that people actually do that Really? Well, yeah, there are some people who do it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Ew, that is so gross. Like, that is so gross. I go by color specifically, starting with, like, reds on the right, ending up with, like, blacks on the left. <laughs> Everything has to be perfectly color-coordinated. It has to be visually pleasing. Who gives a fuck about what goddamn order it is and whatever anyway <laughs> yeah. listen it's all about aesthetics marie kondo would not care about doesn't she also believe in like pulling out only the pages you like of the book and throwing <laughs> yeah. the rest of the book away isn't that, that her thing is, you've gone off to the deep <laughs> end marie kondo is a little too eccentric for some people anyway uh so papu are you liking this new normal now are you like it i'm gonna do this i'm gonna explore knitting I just like i did want sweetie. to take up like, knitting when i left my last job that is what i told uh oh you did i didn't know this i but i watched one video or two video and i'm like it this is too hard for me and i left it but i i want you to try something new though I like as you're did. feeling out uh, I, I in fact looked up uh clubs knitting clubs where i could actually go in person and you know because i think i could learn better if someone's teaching it to me so, uh you yeah. know what else covid has affected that might be leaving our lives very yes. soon what movie theaters do, do you know movie theaters <gasps> most likely are going to go out of business um, but i wouldn't want that to happen you like going to the movies you it like is go- unfortunate you like watching movies I, with a bunch of fucking strangers I and can, crying babies i 
Dude, I go to the movies alone. I've been doing that since I was in college. Oh, God, <laughs> that's true. I forgot Papu's one of those like hipster types that'll be like, oh my God, I gotta watch this like super like niche movie. No, I'm not a hipster. It's like just a beautiful experience. Sometimes the some theater? movies are so beautiful. Mm. They, they just need to be experienced. And I feel like it's a shared experience. And it, you like it that? It feels beautiful. All right, I didn't know. I like it. Oh <laughs> my God. All right, that makes one of us. Girl, I pay like three times the price for a ticket to go VIP because I just need to be in my own space. So now the fact that movie theaters are closing actually make me very happy. Like, do you know that Mulan and Wonder Woman and all those movies have been cancelled mm. because uh, they're just not releasing until they get to the theaters? No, they, they're not cancelled. Yeah, they just push the release date back. So just so that they can do you think you'll get, go back uh, to the theaters after covid like i would want to go back you want to sit yeah, in yeah, a room with wanna. potentially infected people coughing like now if i enter a room or an elevator and someone coughs i fucking lose uh, my no shit. actually so this is what is happening right now at least in where i am they are going to they have reopened cinemas but it's 30% cap, uh, capacity so that's good news for you because you don't want to be in a crowded room right and that means uh and mm-hmm. again now mm-hmm. there are new rules where you can't have children younger than 12 and older than 60 is not allowed in uh, malls oh, oh okay. i thought you were saying they weren't allowed in the movie theaters older than 60 yeah so they're not allowed oh. yeah yeah they're not allowed in the movie i feel like that's also. a bit yeah. ageist why is oh because they're vulnerable well, to the disease yeah okay that makes yeah. more sense I was just thinking it's like, you know, if after 60, you can't drive. But yeah, okay, fine. That makes sense for their health. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, that kind of sucks for them. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think this is the ideal experience right now. mm -hmm. What you would love, you know, it's 30% full. There are no younger Mm -hmm. kids. Girl, I I still don't like going to the movie theaters. It just does not appeal to me. Well, I've always liked them. Dude, you know what else might be also the new normal? No cash. Yes. Cash, money, paper money disappearing, coins disappearing. Everything might start being like, you know, let me e-transfer you my money. Let me like magically PayPal it to you. Mm. Like, let me touch my iPhone to your iPhone and transfer money. Like, that's how it's going to be now. Basically, we're not going to be touching each other, which is interesting yeah. money is gross sometimes i get gross money from the supermarket and i'm like i don't know who's touched this <laughs> it looks like somebody rolled cocaine on it in like a dirty bathroom stall like you know you never know <laughs> anyway uh, but yes yeah, so it does feel kind of nice this new normal i could get used to it i really could yeah anyway all right uh moving on yes papu you and I have been avoiding social media for a few days because shit got crazy, yes. specifically in America. It is still now. It is still right now. But Papu and I, I think, have both disappeared for... At least I have. I, I basically deleted Reddit because I was like, nope, I can't right now. Hmm. <laughs> it was just... It was scaring me a lot. Uh, for those of you who are not updated, oh, uh, I, America's I really having, don't know. <laughs> I would want to imagine how do you manage to like... Not know. Not, uh, you know, like to close yourself off because that's great if you can do that. Yeah, there's a lot of people you'd be surprised that are not aware of what's going on. Uh, They like, I mean, especially when people go out of their way to keep their head 
in the sand, I think it's very easy to not notice stuff. Yeah. But uh, the USA is having a major historic civil rights movement right now. Yeah. Uh, recently, every single state in America protested over the death of George Floyd. That was a young man killed by the police. Who was a young man killed by the police? Mm. Um, you know, Canada and the rest of the world is just watching these crazy protests, you know, in horror. You know, it's just terrifying to see what's going on. Did you see that video, by the way, of Justin, uh, Prime Minister? Justin Trudeau, like yes. when they asked him about what his opinion was about Trump's, you know, way of he dealing made with this pause, like a very he significant. Like, I think it was pause. like eighteen seconds long or something. <laughs> he just didn't know what to say. No, I think it was very deliberate because thinking face. Yeah, he was like, yeah, and I think it it kind of did send out a signal. Uh, he wanted to send a message, and he was successful in doing that. He said a lot without saying anything. It's so provocative. I love it. So what what is happening right now? I mean, why uh, this is happening? Uh, you've lived in the U.S., right? And uh, you know how it is. Yes, I have. Kind of, why is this, uh, why have we come to this moment where the anger has boiled over well, so much? Because there have been cases like Well, because this. they keep doing peaceful protests as well and no one was listening then. Okay, so I've been in... I went to the US. I lived there for eight years from 2000 to 2008. Where were you? Um, and I was in the Bay Area, San Francisco, San Jose, Berkeley area, California. And I... Oakland is where the Black Panther movement started, which is another part of the Bay Area, another very major, predominantly black city. It was, but now because of Silicon Valley... All the white people have moved in and pushed out the minorities, completely gentrified. Um, But of course, like I will never forget the most racist moment I didn't experience. But all my friends and I were college students in my friend's apartment getting high and the cops came into the wrong apartment. Uh, They wanted to go to our neighbors who were probably drug dealers, but we were just getting high. They stormed into our apartment. Wow. And they made the one black person who was my friend sit on the floor. And oh my God. it was the most painful thing I'd ever seen. They just took our IDs and they knew we were college students. So they let us go. We just had weed like it was nothing serious. But my black friend, they talked to him about being a drug dealer. He First of all, he was the smartest person in the room. He was studying to be a chemical engineer and he was surrounded by us dumbass artists and like musicians while he was a chemical engineer. And they dehumanized him in front of us and... After they left, the cops left, like he just sat on the floor and cried. And I saw firsthand, like those cops, like they don't even f-ing hide their racism. They don't even hide it. They don't care. Like they treat black people differently and they don't care who knows. And hmm. they had to start wearing body cameras because since forever, like the one time they had cameras film uh, the the riots, the LA riots happened. What's his name? That man was stomped to death. Rodney King in LA in the 90s was stomped to death. And this caused a riot and they got this on camera. And after that, um, police, you know, have been accused over and over again for their brutality and not been dealt with the consequences. Like, can you imagine the, the people that you are going to, you're like, okay, the police are bad. Then the police themselves investigate and they're like, no, we're not bad. So they let him go. So how can, so there's no governing body yeah. to, to judge the police. Yeah. And um, that's where it stems from. And it, come on, man, Colin Kaepernick, who was a football player, knelt down yeah. he in protest knelt for police brutality peacefully and his career ended yeah so it's not like black people are not being peaceful at all they've they have been peaceful it's like what do you do 
when your community is obviously being targeted. And like slavery really hasn't ended in America. Like the slave master relationship, that shit is still there. It is. And what you just described is so traumatizing. And the fact that this is just one experience, it's very right? To think that this person, like there've been videos of how parents are, uh, you know, with their young uh, uh, black kids and they're like, okay, tell, tell us what we discuss, you know, at home. And this little girl who's six years old and she's like, she stands in the room and she's like, I'm six years old and I... Uh, my name is this and I have no weapons and she shows her hands like up in the air and she's like this is like a drill we do at home uh, because if you're stopped and if there there is like in a way to kind of like just make sure because uh, p- the police have such a nervous trigger finger when it comes to yeah. even around children. Children, like, uh, who was that young boy who was sh- uh, shot because he was playing with a toy gun? Yeah, children, yeah. black children in America are also targeted. Like, black children who are young girls, specifically, so I can see why the six-year-old was talked to, because I've seen videos of police tackling black women. Yeah. Like, they don't, sorry, black children, girls that are, like, 13, 14, Hand they don't treat them like school. children. Yeah. They treat they treat them like like grown like young black girls are made out to be more womanly and grown yeah. up than they should be by the police. They're brutalized more. So it's and it's very obvious. Like if you go in America, there's no way not to see it. And that's why Indian people go out of their way to act white in America. My name is not ethnic sounding. You can't like white people, especially white cops, are so easily fucked triggered Hmm. by color that you want to do as much as you can to stay on the spectrum of white because it's terrifying being black in america and there was like also like uh just yesterday i watched this uh last episode of um you know uh insecure not last episode latest one and oh don't tell me okay no no spoiler alert is there a mexico one that you watched girl no i have not seen keep quiet please okay. don't take this episode yet also please insecure there's a lot of people that okay, are not watching okay. it but no no uh, all right so the whole conversation that is happening one of the things that it dealt with was um how uh indians or chinese or other people of color t- play the people of color card only when it's benefiting them right yeah. uh, if you're a non-black person of color, you are privileged. Yes. You are not the same as a person who is African-American. Yeah, absolutely not. Like, as an Indian person, I get dif- treated differently than my black friend would. Mm. I had a Jamaican friend. We went to Daiso. You know, there's a Chinese store. It's like a dollar store. Yeah. She was being followed. And I wasn't. Oh, my God. So that's the difference. Even though you experience it, like, secondhand on behalf of your friend, it's really hard. Like, you just think about, you know, you feel... You, I get, you you know, help get angry them. for them. Yeah, you get angry. Yeah. How do you, like, going forward, how can we go ahead? I don't even know, Papu. Like, to be honest with you, one of the best ways is donating money to get help all those protesters out of prison that have been put in jail because of this. Um, but also, this is like a systematic issue yeah. that only can be solved, I feel, in America with voting for the right people. Like, all the wrong people are in power right now. Hmm. The country needs to be much more aware of black issues. Like, I think they, they don't want to deal with their racist past. They Like, Germany is the only country in the world that's acknowledged the traumas of what they did to the Jewish people. But not a lot of... Con- Where does the UK, when it came to acknowledging what they did to, to, to India? 
Yeah. You know, where's like America acknowledging what they did to the black? Like the difference between the black people in America versus other immigrants is black people were forcefully taken there. Yeah. We came there on our own. We immigrated true. on our own. That's they true. were forcefully taken. Their culture was destroyed. Like it's such a f-ing unfair fight. And every time they try, they get pushed down, they get pushed away, they get denied. And it's like, of course, you know, and it's coronavirus has, I think, has got a lot of people at home. So this is one of the biggest reasons that the protests are so violent. Unemployment. High unemployment and people are at home. They're able to attend these things. Like, mm. I totally wanted to go to a protest, but at the same time, I really didn't want to be in a crowd because no. I'm still scared of, no, corona- of coronavirus. But I would have shown my support if this, Uh, again that is a a choice that you make if you want to be out there but uh, you have to know the risks and you know uh, one of the things which I also think uh, you know maybe it can help uh, apart from the money is also having these conversations because you know in like your family group and sometimes your friends group you have people who say things which are racist and are racist and um, like you know, sometimes, like, brown people use the N-word. Like, a friend of mine does that. They think they're black and they call each other the N-word and it f***ing pisses me off. Exactly, right? Like, yeah. you have to, like, understand why is it wrong to say? Why is it wrong? It's wrong to say because that word was used to dehumanize an entire race of people. And the only reason that the word is cool now and used in hip-hop is because they reclaim the word. And they've made it their own. Therefore, they as a community are the only ones allowed to use the N-word. We don't have that right. They took the word. It's their word. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. guys, remember this. You know, it was really, really sad to see what's happening in the U.S. now. I know a lot of people that are there right now are extremely distressed. It's distressing to be on Instagram and social media, you know, like to see what's happening. It's like a crazy, like, Mm. explosion of chaos where you're like well it is 2020 is just living up to <laughs> just, just keep going it's like you know we started out with like world war three happening right so i guess we're on the right track <laughs> and you know like at the same time you have to know that uh, america has always had this uh, view that our problems are always you know more important and you know they, it kind of just dominates the news cycle right For- people from india were putting up like black lives matter and not really understanding why but they well still i did, did put anyway. a black box but i that's that's fine but I, I saw a couple of my friends who i know don't know anything about black lives i just know the you know like their profession is socialite so <laughs> i was just like wow you were, she was really? she was literally doing it to be trendy i know that you know like there were so many people that were just doing it to be trendy oh, no. and it was like painful to see i think but yeah, it's true though. Like if America freaks out over something, the whole world is aware of it, right? Like Guys, oh my God. Yes. Can we also also want to draw attention to uh, a death of a young 32-year-old autistic man that happened in Israel, a Palestinian man who lives in, uh, who used to live, he was going to his center for special education. Okay. And he was stopped by the Israeli force. Um, was he Palestinian uh, or Israeli? He is Palestinian, but he lived in that area, which is occupied territory. Um, so you have Palestinian and Israelis. And uh, he, uh, obviously he's autistic. So he uh, would appear to be not communicative and he was on a certain spectrum. Uh, and he ran, obviously, uh, from that social situation. 
and oh, the Jesus. Israeli uh, army shot him. Um, oh my God! He was shot. Are you he was shot Did twice. He, he died. Yes, he was shot twice. Uh, an autistic guy. Um, That's and terrible. That is, and and the kind of atrocities that Israel is committing against Palestine and America has always supported Israel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it's 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 really frustrating because there's so many other issues going around the world too that we don't really hear about. Exactly. Sometimes they get lost in the noise. Not that this issue in America is not important. But I, I, you know, there's also there's so much going on everywhere. Yeah, what is happening in India right now? That uh, how have people in India, like some famous people, uh, reacted to the Black Lives Matter? Oh yeah, that was hilarious because everyone was talking about it on Instagram. Like Disha Patani, Karina Kapoor Khan, uh, Sonam Kapoor, Kejo, Tiger Shiroff. Can we talk about Priyanka Chopra because she's a international you know un ambassador but she's india in human form right like she's pretty much in america it's like when they're like hey let's have a bollywood party they're like priyanka chopra let's look at her dances priyanka chopra uh yeah she's like uh, i think the brand ambassador so anytime she says anything everyone listens right in the u.s um she tweeted uh let me can i read yeah, it out sure. i think it's on her instagram actually yeah she actually uh, came out and spoke uh, about Black Lives Matter and said there's so much work to be done and it needs to st- and it needs to start at an individual level on a global scale. We all have a responsibility to educate ourselves and end this hate, end this race war here in the U.S. and around the world, wherever you live, whatever your circumstances. No one deserves to die, especially at the hands of another because of their skin color. <clears throat> so that did not go down well with Daisy Twitter. <laughs> What do you think of this? Do you think she did enough? Do you think she did enough? <laughs> what do you think? Really? No, she did not. First of all, it was incredibly hilarious oh to God. hear that coming from her because it was just last year in 2019 uh, at BeautyCon when Priyanka Chopra and Aisha Malik had like their standoff where Aisha Malik kind of confronted her and called her a hypocrite for encouraging nuclear war against Pakistan. Yeah. Because she's the UNICEF ambassador for peace, right? Yeah. Like she basically tweeted, remember like Jai Hind or support the soldiers she said, or something like that. She said, I'm not like a nationalist, but I'm a patriotic or something. And She said, she said I, I have many friends from Pakistan, so therefore I'm not racist, okay? I have Pakistani and friends, okay? Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's like, I have black friends, so I'm not racist. Yeah, it's exactly. That's the whole thing. I have gay friends. I'm not homophobic. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so she she said that, first of all, which is like, oh, shut up, shut up. And says, and war is not something that I'm really fond of, but I am patriotic. So coming from a woman that said that just last year, like for Priyanka Chopra to say this right now, and like people came for her hard. Like it was so fucking like really, Priyanka, you of all people, first of all, she was one of the first ambassadors of Fair and Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, the, many people on Desi Twitter started posting up her photos of the fairness creams and it just was so sad. Like, you know, like America has no idea really about how people feel about Priyanka Chopra in India. I don't think she's... Mm. I don't think she realizes she's not as well-liked as she thinks she is. Right, like, she's in her bubble, and uh, she does need a little bit of reality. But uh, she has like millions of followers, right? For more than forty million. So, 
um, you know, she has this huge platform of people. If she puts something of value, it will be heard. So she can be an... Oh, wow, Priyanka Chopra, so smart. She can actually be an agent of change, right? Like if she spoke something about migrant lives matter or any She's of She's such those. a superhero with all that power. Sorry, I'm done. Sorry. Yes, yes, I know exactly. And if she farts, we all have to know about it. Yes, 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 I know. So she has a massive platform. Um... Yeah, she's a fucking idiot, though. That's why it just doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't matter what kind of a platform you have if you're a moron, <laughs> which is pretty much all of Bollywood. Uh, Sarah Ali Khan also tweeted "All Lives Matter," so she also got trolled very oh, hard. God. Like the best was all these Bollywood people chiming and have no idea what's going on. But like, why? why are they saying only Black Lives Matter? Like and all lives matter. Yeah, exactly. Right? Isn't that wrong? It's the same bitches that also say it's... like, "I don't believe in feminism. I believe in humanism." Where you're like, "Okay, okay, calm down." <laughs> uninformed oh god yeah i mean how can you like there's a context to like do they realize that all lives matter is something which is used by white people to be or anyone else like oh by the way i don't expect sarah ali khan to really know what the the fuck is going on though so i wish i feel like these are some things like bollywood just stay out of it this is not your fight you don't need to participate you just don't you genuinely just be on the sideline and be like oh maybe i can donate and do some kind of activism from here we don't say shit because you just come off as a hypocrite all this entire thing did was expose bollywood's hypocrisy it was hilarious um abey dayal and zoya akhtar kind of called out uh, all the bollywood actors for this and we're just like really guys really mm. so for everybody who also wants to know our netflix boyfriend hasan minaj has a great video on youtube where he kind of breaks this down like they see racism and colorism that we have within our own community and he just did it really really well so i highly recommend you watching the patriot act on netflix when you get a chance oh no no well that started but this particular video is on youtube yay papu yeah girlfriend i think now that we've gotten the heavy stuff out of the way it's time for us to have our favorite segment uh are you going to sing it or am i going to sing it are we tell me chakkar um we need our dose of escapism in this crazy world so it's about time we get into this girlfriend right. did you hear about this new movie that like is just dropping as we speak choked choked mm-hmm. paisa bolta hai it's a show right no no choked is a movie by anurag kashyap on netflix is it a movie okay for some reason i thought it's no the okay. the, the other thing we're going to talk about is a show but it's fine you're just confused so i saw the trailer and it was very intriguing it, it uh, looks really cool it seemed to be cool. set in like a middle class uh, bombay uh household right i saw the entire trailer in english so i'm assuming that thing was dubbed so i'll guess it's in hindi yes. but i was very excited to hear that the main character's name is my name so i'm <laughs> definitely going to watch that so movie so now, now guys you know what is sweetie's name <laughs> dude you never hear my name in ever yeah. it's like the most like boring name like you never hear it so when i hear it in movies i'm like ah! like what are some of the most common names you hear in hindi movies like anjali every character is called anjali yeah. or like what's some aishwarya rai she always had like some very similar names all the goddamn time <laughs> i don't know anyway 
so yes, so I, I kind of want to watch it. So for those of you who haven't heard of this, it's set against the backdrop of the 2016 Indian banknote demonetization. Right. And it tells the story of a bank cashier who discovers a stash of cash hidden in her kitchen sink. Mm. So it has a really cool, like, you know, grit to it, like all Anurab Kashyap movies. I kind of thought it looked pretty cool. Yeah, the, uh, the actress, mm. I've never seen her before, so it, it looked nice. I like seeing stories held in India, you know, about Desi people. It makes me feel like, I don't know, cool. Well, Tell me those stories. Uh, I want to hear them. Yeah, especially ones which are really set in that uh, scene where there's a very cool way in which a friend of mine who's a director who said that where the location... Oh, yeah. Papu always drops a director friend. <laughs> yeah, I know, Just but he said it in such a, such a good way. He said that where the location is a character. So the location plays a very important role in the way the stories are formed, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. you really Just feel... like Sex in the City. <laughs> Sorry, oh, yeah. But, but that's such a stage thing. Like, do you believe Carrie making enough money to afford all of that stuff? Just yeah, writing of course stupid not. That was, that whole, I mean, it was all fictional. Yes, no, none of that was real. Of <laughs> like the friend's the point apartment? Is, is that, no, no ways. No, 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 no. But, but New York City was its own character. Like, the whole city had that, you know, single woman city vibe. But yes, the whole city needs to be a character. Character, and I feel like this movie has that too. It's, mm. It ha- feels nice. I feel like I'm immersed in it. So I'm actually, I'm going to watch that with my husband. It looks yeah. good. Yeah. Like the house who looks like any of my aunts' uh, exactly. know, house in India. It could be any of our stories. So it's so relatable. I love it. Um, awesome. Yeah, no, no. Definitely we'll check that out. Uh, next, actually, that is in the TV world, uh, in Hotstar, actually. This looks really exciting. It stars Sushmita Sen and f- 90s heartthrob Chandra Chur Singh. Heartthrob? I don't I know. I just thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> so the show is actually called Arya. He was there a minute. <laughs> like for a minute. Yeah. He was not hero material, but he was hero. I don't know how. I don't know how like this. Um, Arya is a TV show coming out on Hotstar and it's based off of a Dutch series called Penoza. Okay. It tells the story of a family woman played by Sushmita Sen who's married to a big shot like you know criminal mastermind maybe and he's involved in the drug business so i guess that's chandra chur singh so i guess sushmita sen is married to chandra chur singh hmm. okay yeah sure <laughs> she looks really hot by the way i saw the trailer and her boobs look great and her face looks great and she looks amazing still so you go yeah, girl she i mean if you follow her on instagram she's always doing like posting workout videos and oh, she doing rocks. these amazing handstands with her uh, bae. Um, this, you know whom she's dating, right? This guy no. who's like this model. Like, you should check him out. Is she he's like a cougar? Hot. Is he like a, is she like Britney Spearing him where she's got a oh, really yeah, young he's, boy he's, toy? Yeah, he's, he's kind of young. I girl, think you go girl. <laughs> oh, dude, she's so yeah. beautiful. I love her. They Actually, make a great family because she posts a lot of videos with her two younger daughters. Yeah, she's got and, two girls, uh, right? So cute. Hmm. Uh, no, I'm actually very excited to see her again in the movies. The last movie I can remember her in was that one with Shah Rukh Khan and Anu Malik did the full soundtrack. Oh God, my mom made me watch it. Where it was, she was like a hot teacher. She's she's in that Farhan, uh, Farah Khan movie, right? With those uh, uh, chiffon saris as the hot teacher. And uh, Shah Rukh Khan is like, you know... Mehuna. That's the one I was talking about. That, that's the one. Are you talking about that one too? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Uh that was the last movie I remembered of hers and then I just did a Google search and then I realized she was also in BV number 1. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. She had some really bad films. I'm glad she left the industry because that sucks. <laughs> There's like not really good movies. Anyway. I guess yeah, she was kind of typecasted because she was always so pretty. I don't think she was given like a lot of material no. to work with. No. I think she was just put as like the masala chick. Like she's not just pretty, she's sexy. And I think that's kind of where she was typecast unfortunately. Mm. Anyway, so I saw the trailer for this Arya. It looks really good. Some tots going to I'm really debating on getting Hotstar now because there's so much good stuff on there. Um by the way isn't there something else you watched recently that you said it was a soft porn can you tell us about that <laughs> what oh, was that, that? Was, uh, share uh, it you naughty girl dirty girl okay, watching it was, soft it was porn just, dirty, dirty. it is called light erotica it's called 365 days and oh uh, apparently it's uh my roommate has been obsessed about it uh, it's okay. uh, i think in um, Uh, part Italian Polish um, it's basically a story of this woman who travels to this place to find her boyfriend and uh, in that process she's kidnapped by this mafia don Italian mafia don who's really hot and uh, he gives her 365 days to fall in love with her so it's just oh, really interesting two very hot people uh it's very like 50 shades of gray there's lots of oh lord teasing happening and a lot of uh, girls have been putting reaction videos on tiktok of reacting to like the hot sex scenes so oh my. my roommate was very excited about that uh and i had to look uh. up uh, like so many sites just to find like an english subtitled version Oh, wait, uh, your roommate is one of those young people on TikTok, right? Right. So uh, she, <laughs> she knows yeah. actually what's going on yeah. in the world. So yeah, I think it's a it's a uh, cool like you know girly flick to just watch uh, with your friend or I don't know just by yourself. And it's got two hot people. There is a little bit of steamy sex. Yeah. Just call it soft porn. Go, girl. I love it. All right. Well, awesome. Lucky you. There is another um uh documentary actually I heard about when uh, it was being discussed. It's on Netflix actually and uh, because it's Pride month, um okay. I think it would be cool to talk okay. about it. It's called Circus of Books. Oh, and, uh, I saw that. What the f- is that? It I was curious okay. about it. So, uh but basically this uh, is um it, it appears to be you know a story which is um the documentary is done by this girl uh where she's talking about her parents um and growing up in the 60s and 70s and um outwardly like her parents seem like totally like normal jewish people like they made sure that the kids uh, you know were pro- well provided for and everything like that but what they didn't know was that their uh, parents actually ran one of the um an adult uh, video store uh back in the 70s and 60s and uh, oh i've heard about this this was a real thing right yes it's a it's real thing and right right they had a gay porn store right if i'm not mistaken specifically yes a gay porn store and this was when uh, at the you know uh, at the height of the aids crisis and where the gay community was really you know um 
uh, not treated well. Uh, so this, uh, apart from just become, being a porn store, it was also a place where the LGBTQIA community could kind of meet. Okay. And it, it was more like a sanctuary also. Uh, back when, you know, you could be prosecuted for having all this stuff, like gay paraphernalia and all of that. So it, it sounded very interesting from mm. the review that I heard on television. Okay, awesome. um, so, yeah, maybe check that out too. No, definitely. I want to add it to my list because I saw that and it looked really interesting. And I've heard of this story before. So that's really cool. I want to definitely check that out. Lots of things to celebrate Pride Month. I can't wait. Woohoo. But uh, what other stuff have you been watching on TV, Pups? Anything else you want to share with us? Uh, what are the dirty, dirty things besides really. The Office? I hope you're still watching that because I'm not going to be happy. Yes, I'm, I am oh, watching. I'm watching that and I resubscribed to Cartoon Network. So now I can watch Spongebob. <laughs> Do you really? No, sorry, Nickelodeon and Nickelodeon and and Cartoon Network. So and I have Disney also. So I was watching Gravity Falls. Oh, I haven't seen that <laughs> and yet. I was watching Spongebob. Oh my gosh. I'm so jealous, Papu. I need to get all those things. But if I do, I'll never leave the TV. I'll never leave. I already subscribed to one reality channel and I got hooked so mm. but that's so cool that's so awesome no, I, I guess uh, actually r- do you remember how it is like watching tv when you're just surfing channels and anything catches your attention you just watch it hell yeah yeah right so i i love doing that like i don't have a smart tv so i have a that's why i kind of subscribe okay to like the basic package that i have um and that's how i get to watch all of this stuff i don't like intentionally go to watch it it's just on tv no that's really cool though <laughs> i i did intentionally subscribe to reality tv channel uh Hayu. so i have been watching a lot of reality tv as papu knows i did disappear for a while into the real housewives of atlanta i f- watched 12 seasons wow. 12 seasons oh my god all 12 seasons you watch 12 seasons and how many episodes are there there's like 24 per season <gasps> plus the reunion episodes are like three of them so i wow. was eating and breathing the real housewives of atlanta <laughs> i really wanted to like ask you if you're okay i think papu was worried about me yeah, because before this, she was <laughs> she was down a botched hole, you know? Oh, yeah, that TV show botched. botched. Yes, plastic And surgery. I'm like, there's something really I'm worried about you. No, but the thing is, I do enjoy <laughs> reality TV. I do like it. And I, I, the thing is, that's why I picked up knitting and like other hobbies because I got, I'm bored. So I've been watching a lot of TV. I'm bored. I realize that now. Uh, but yes, I got really i started watching 90 day fiance did i tell you about that that's like (laughs) it's like arranged marriage but for like you know westerners or whatever Uh, basically they meet and they have 90 days to decide before you know when they want to get married or not and it's really intense okay so yes lots of reality tv for me nothing at all of value my brain has been deteriorating yes in case you're concerned i don't speak in full sentences anymore and yes life is uh, great (laughs) <laughs> I am looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, about your knitting project next week because I'm glad you discovered knitting. It seems like a much healthier outlet than what Dude, I was sitting TV. on the couch quietly, like really quietly. And then I just, you know, would scream randomly. And my husband was so like concerned because he's never heard me be so quiet before. Usually the TV's blasting or I'll be like, 
you know chatting or something but no i was focused on my knitting i was hyper focused on it it was really fun and it was like meditative yeah i think that's what yeah the thing with reality tv was like i was just bored like i didn't want to invest in a story like if you watch a tv story you're investing in a whole story right like a tv show but when you watch reality tv it's like mind numbing shit so i was just consuming that but yes mm. knitting is going to save my life pappu and i'm going to have my very own knitting cat fashion line very soon before you even know it <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing your little cat sweaters. Oh my god, your cat Halloween costume. Don't even get me started, bitch. It's going to be <laughs> on like King Kong. Anyway, uh really quickly before we wrap up, Papu, do you remember that movie Dil Dhadakne Do by Zoe Akhtar? Yes. It's 5 years old. Woohoo. Priyanka Chopra in it. Yes. And Farhan uh, Farhan Akhtar who always plays like, you know, the artistic boy that never can be pinned down well he really looks nice in a shirt you know i like the way it stretches against his biceps his body he's a nice body that's it but he always plays the same roles he's very boring anyway what in your opinion being 5 years now do you think you would rewatch the movie again like was it one of those that just totally where you're like i'm obsessed like obsessed with this i love it i want to watch it over and over like rich people are sad too <laughs> <laughs> Uh no I would I mean I wouldn't intentionally do it but if you know it's on TV I would like just leave it on Uh that little 1920s number with what's Anushka Sharma in ah. PC right Na 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 da 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 Yes um I watched that movie and I fucking hated it I will never ever put myself through that again and it was again one of those things that confirmed that Zoya Akhtar I just sometimes she's such a hit and a miss for me <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. with her so yes I uh don't think I will ever watch that movie again I didn't enjoy it at all but apparently it's 5 years old and it's all over the news web everyone's like oh my god that movie like broke barriers and it was like transformative and I was like what I don't barriers, think so like- yeah all right anyway Another movie actually that I definitely agree broke barriers which is now 20 years old. Oh my god. The Lord of the Rings. Of course. Is 20 years old. <gasps> I yes, The Fellowship of the Ring came the out this time movie. 20 years ago. Yes. <laughs> It was an epic movie like that was what uh what kind of got me into reading fantasy. I I remember I mm-hmm. picked up the book the lord of the rings trilogy from crossword in india in oh. bombay uh, <laughs> awesome. uh, like wait are you I, seeing the book all right i forgot you read the book really. yeah Sorry, so i on. picked that up after i watched the first movie and oh i god. finished the book and i was very proud of oh my, my achievement oh my god Uh, you are the only person in the history of humanity that has finished that book. I was so 18. congratulations. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, I watched that movie and I was like I will definitely not be reading the book because this movie was so fucking long and apparently there was only like 1/10 of the book part yes. in the movie. There was so much more that wasn't there and I'm yeah. like nope. Uh it was dude, a very how difficult you... book to actually adapt only a true geek would have mm-hmm. attempted it and done it justice and uh, peter jackson is a geek throughout i think i mean honestly any movie he's done since hasn't really 
been as great. To, in my opinion, the trilogy of The Lord of the Rings was probably his magnum opus. And yeah, it is phenomenal. That was his life's purpose. It was his, yeah, he came into this world to give us that <laughs> and now he's disappeared. No, seriously, like I, I'm obsessed with that movie. I f- remember 20 years ago this time, first going to university in the Bay Area and watching this movie with my sister. First day, first show that it dropped. We waited in line wow. for like hours to check it out. And after that, the entire time I was visiting my sister for Christmas, every Christmas day, we would watch the entire trilogy. <laughs> so from the beginning for like eight hours or 12 hours, however long, we watched the extended versions all day while we ate and did nothing. <laughs> so that movie is very special to me. I love that movie. That is a beautiful memory, actually. That's... <laughs> You guys bonded over a lot of things. Geeked and bonded out pretty hard on it. Absolutely. Did you... So who was your crush in the first movie? Was it Legolas? I was definitely fangirling over... um, Strider? Yeah, Viggo Mortensen was pretty (laughs) sexy. But honestly, I was really hoping that Samwise and Frodo would eventually make out. That was something I was rooting for, but that never happened. (laughs) They had a serious, like, love thing going. For me, it was... um, Legolas, uh, Strider, and Kate Blanchett. All of them at the same level. Galadriel. Oh my God, she was majestic. <laughs> yes, no, she was absolutely gorgeous. Oh. Um, but let's not forget the actor who played Gollum, Andy Serkis. Yes. Andy Serkis has gone he on to did have a, a whole reading. Right? He's just phenomenal. He, he did a eight-hour reading on YouTube. Oh, he did uh, of the Hobbit. Oh, yes, he read the whole book with two bathroom breaks. He did a... Oh, my God. With the Jesus voices. Christ. And he's like, yes, I... Before preparing for it, he's like, yeah, maybe I'm going to get some uh, warm water and manaka honey uh, to kind of make sure my throat is what? okay and everything. I have to check that out. Are you kidding me? Andy Circus is amazing. Like, he's, yeah. like, made Gollum. He's also a true geek. Yeah. He's such a geek, yes, and a phenomenal thespian. I would put him up there as being a yes. real learned actor. Like, phenomenal... So yes, I'm very happy that it is 20 years old and it's still carrying very strong and my husband and I bond over it. So yes, the Lord of the Rings f-ing rocks and happy 20th birthday. Yes, happy 20th Ooh. birthday. Also, I think um, in case you're uh, interested, there's also a reading of James and the Giant Peach by Taika Waititi. Oh. Uh, he drops a new chapter every few weeks. And uh, I think in the next chapter, last chapter, there was also Ryan Reynolds. Um, and there's been Chris Hemsworth in it. Uh, so a lot of... Uh, he has like all his random white boy friends that <laughs> were on there. And I was like, oh, you know Nick Kroll? That's so random. Oh, you know like the Hemsworth brothers? Okay. Well, I guess he knows them from Marvel. But yeah. yeah, it was really fun. It was really cool to hear him read it. It was very sweet. Yeah, yeah it's so funny like how people are passing the time right now. Mm. <laughs> it's like what we take for entertainment I love that yeah alright guys so that is it that uh, is why don't it. we take a quick break and then we will come right back
Papu. Yeah. So, I'm hoping that we won't be waiting this long before episodes again. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. I'm poking you and putting you on the spot. <laughs> yes, I am. Let's not take so long because honestly, I've been like so bored and wanting to trash talk celebrities. Like, I feel like when I don't get to trash talk them enough, something inside me is missing. <laughs> you know? Like when Shah Rukh Khan f***s up or when I find out that Kylie Jenner really isn't a billionaire... Who the hell am I supposed to vent this to? Like, yeah, I need this well, I don't mind being 90, 900 million rich. So, <laughs> too bad she lost the billionaire spot. But hey, she doesn't really care. Okay, you're giving her too much talk yeah. time. All right, next. All right, guys. So, we will do our best to come back. Um, hopefully, we'll be back soon with another episode. Uh, yes. What else was I going to say? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to knitting now, Papu. I'm very excited. To get my knit on, I will be doing get a lot of... Get your knit of... on. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yes. yes, I know. And I can't wait to join like a knitter's club and then, you know, join a cult eventually. That's and we perfect. like start praying to the knitting needle god or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, how are you going to pass your day, Papu? It's the weekend um, now. I am just uh, going to maybe try to uh, drive. <laughs> Uh, oh, yes, I'm, I'm going to be going out, uh, meeting a Ooh, friend. Good for you, girl. Right on. Enjoy that air conditioning and that hot, hot weather then. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, awesome, guys. We will see you soon. Everybody, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify and your favorite podcast listening app. Yes. And that is it, guys. We will see you soon. Take care, everybody. Yes. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. guys this is papu the other half of chuski pop if you like what you hear then give us a follow you can listen to us on spotify itunes and stitcher you can also support the show on patreon and buying our prints on chuskipop.com perfect excellent wonderful chalo dan ye mere bade bhai ke waste ye meri choti behan ke waste bhai kiske waste tu bill dene ke waste tera to मुझे जानती है तेरा बाप ज्योतिष है मेरे बाप पे नहीं जाना ओए पंगा ना ले मेरे साथ क्या कर लेगा तू लड़की मेरे साथ हां लड़की हां यू वांट टू फाइट विद योर हस्बैंड फाइट विद माय हस्बैंड ऑन सड़क ऑन सड़क मैं आदमी सड़क का हां अच्छा हां क्या लड़ेगी तू पंजा लड़ा पंजा फिर तो ले फिर ले लगा दो क्या हो गया हार गया हार गया मैं हार गया आहो ओ चल होटल फिर तेरे को जीत के बताता हूं चल ऑफलाइन उठा हम तुझे चाहते हैं प्यार करते हैं